I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to Borders. Stories about borders by the people who cross them. I'm Caitlin Pierce, and I've been making this podcast now for an entire year. I make borders because I love making stories, and I love that you love listening to them. So thank you. To celebrate our first anniversary, I'm going back into the archives. In this episode, you'll hear three short stories all about names. The first story is from Charmé's Transition. It was one of the first episodes I ever did. The second story is from Yasmin's interview from the episode Yasmin and Paco, but I actually didn't use it in that episode, so you'll be hearing it for the first time. And the third story is completely new. So enjoy the three stories in this episode. Happy anniversary. The day I met Charmé was also my first day teaching in St. Louis Public Schools. When Charmé entered my classroom, she came up to me immediately to tell me that she was here and her name was Charmé, not the name on my roll sheet. Then she sat down at her desk and eyed me suspiciously for the next hour and a half. It wasn't until later I found out that Charmé was transgender and she had reason to be suspicious of me. It was her first day of her senior year of high school and her first day at that high school, Roosevelt. She had already gotten kicked out of every other possible neighborhood public school in the city. I knew that it was going to be rough um, because I know St. Louis public schools are really rough. I didn't expect it to be as rough as it was and I wasn't prepared for it to be as rough as it was. If I would have been prepared... I probably would have lasted a little longer. Charmé's first day at Beaumont High School was toward the end of her junior year. At that time, she was passable, and she felt pretty confident on the first day of school. She even had some guys hitting on her as she walked inside. We get to the first class, first period, and they call my name, government name. And somebody yelled out, where, where is he? I know him, but I don't see him. He's not here. And I literally had to sit there, like, pinching my lip, and I had to get an absent wrote next to my name because I didn't want 
the person that I knew who that person was. I didn't want that person to recognize me. And that person ended up recognizing me. And it literally spread like wildfire. Like, oh my God, Tiante is here and he's a girl. Go see him. He's in Mr. Brown's class. People were like running out of their classroom, knocking on the door, pointing. And then lunchtime came and... Those same guys that were trying to talk to me were pretty offended. And then it went from there. Charmé's classmates got more and more aggressive as the day wore on. Finally, the last bell rang and Charmé got out of the building. But when she walked out the front doors... Before I even hit the pillars, I got jumped. Like as soon as I went down the steps. And I tried to fight my way back into the school and security pushed me out. Instead of breaking it apart, they were pushing me back down into the madness. Is anyone on your side? No, I didn't know anybody. It's my first day. I moved a few times when I was growing up, and every first day at a new school, I was just wishing I could see someone that I recognized. For Charmé, her survival counted on that no one would recognize her. I never had anybody on my side. I've never had anybody jump into a fight to help me, ever. How many fights have, did you get in while you were in high school? <sighs> I can't answer that question. <laughs> A lot. In Mexico, you name a kid. The first name is an honor, right? To either the Virgin Mary, that's why there's so many Marys in Mexico, or to someone in your house that you want to honor in your family. And then the middle name is really the name that you go by with your entire family because the first name is just an honorary thing. And then there's obviously the family name at the end. So I was named Paula Yasmin Shavira. Yasmin is the name that I've gone by my entire life with my family. Paula was an honorary name to my uh, my grandfather on my dad's side, Pablo. So when we, you know, flash back to signing up to school in Houston, we go in, we're still, you know, our dad told us not to be scared. My dad told us not to be scared, but I'm still scared. So we go in and my mom's like, don't ask any questions, which is not what you want to do when you first sign up to school, right? But no, don't ask any questions. You say yes to everything they say, okay? And I'm like, okay. So you go up to the tables where they're enrolling kids and they're like, uh, name, please. And I'm like, my name is Jasmine. And first name, please. Uh, Paula. Last name, please. Shavira. Okay, Paula Shavira. Please go line up over there. And that was it. From then on, I was Paula. <laughs> and so I have this entire group of people from elementary school through the end of middle school who call me Paula because I was always too scared to be like, um, my name's actually Yasmin. I mean, yes, it's Paula because it's on the birth certificate, but I don't go by it. But explaining that was always scary because people were just so curt and wanted to get to the point and like, just what is your name? I don't give a fuck what your middle name is. Just what is your name? I'm like, all right. And so, you know, the first day of school, it's scary. It's in a completely new city and 
So when they're taking attendance, you know, they call your name. They don't have time for you to be like, Paula, all you have to say is here, not um, here, but actually I go by, that takes a lot of fucking guts to do that and like social intelligence and com- being comfortable in the setting, which I was none of those things. So yeah, that's how I became Paula for a really long time. You'll meet a lot of people that from middle school, from KIPP, that know me as Paula and to this day make fun of me and are like, when did you change your name to Yasmin? And I'm like, my name was always Yasmin, all right? It's Yasmin, that's Yaz, that's what I've always gone by. So it's like the what happened after I realized I'm in this country, I fucking deserve a chance, and so you're gonna call me what my name is. My name is Rosa Zaki Saad. I'm half Algerian through my mother's side, half Egyptian through my father's side, and my father's name was Saad Zaki Saad. In his family, it was custom to fully inherit your father's name. And for some reason, many generations back, there was a Saad Zaki Saad, where the first name and last name were the same. And then he gave that first, middle, and last name to his son, and his son, and his son, and so on and so forth. So he inherited it from his father, who inherited it from his father, who inherited it from his father. And his family was very proud and would always boast about how they had been in Egypt since like the time of the pharaohs. I don't know how true that is, but that's the story that that's the story they stuck to. And apparently as far back as you could go, every male was the first male in the family was Saad Zaki Saad. And as he was the only male, that's the name he inherited. So my father was an electrical engineer. He got an offer to work at the MTA in America. So he, you know, learned the whole new measurement system and then packed us up and we came over here. And my dad's name was Saad Zaki Saad. He got very frustrated because whenever he would fill out paperwork, people would always walk over to him and specify like a first name is not the same as a surname. And they would speak to him really slowly and ask him if he spoke English. And he would respond in English that he understood. But for him, it was the same thing. They would say, but they're not the same thing. A first name is what your friends call you. And just going on for 20 minutes about that until he'd have to take out like some legal document, like his passport and show it, Zad Zaki Saad, to whoever he was talking to and explain, no, for me, they are actually the same set of letters in the same order. I mean, at best, someone would sheepishly figure it out and like walk away apologetically. And at worst, whoever he was speaking to would get belligerent and feel like, oh, he's not understanding what I'm saying and just be completely convinced that they were right and my father was wrong. And because he grew really frustrated with that, he, um, he decided my brother was going to have a completely different name. But he didn't inherit my father's middle and last name. He did keep that part intact. And I inherited my father's middle and last name just because. To my knowledge, I'm the only female in the family who also inherited that. My brother has had just as many issues with his very Arabic-sounding name as my father did because his name could have been whatever he had wanted it to be. And he still looked like an Egyptian kid in France. It didn't matter. And he looked like an Egyptian kid in America. It didn't matter. So I think at the end of the day, it was trying to prevent something that ended up happening anyway. Instead of being the first name surname issue, it was just a complete butchering of my brother's name every time someone said it. So I I feel like 
there were really good intentions behind my father's decision, but it was it was kind of, you know, all for naught. But I I have spoken to my brother about it and he I mean, he says like it was a nightmare for my dad in America with his name and my brother feels like he really kind of dodged that bullet, but I don't think I don't think we ever really fully understood as kids growing up the the importance of that tradition and I think because of that, it makes it a little easier to see it through like very rational adult, through a very rational adult lens and be like, oh, it was a logistical thing or it was a cultural thing or it was an effort to be more normal. But at the end of the day, we broke a tradition that was hundreds of years long. And um, my brother's about to have a son in September, and he decided to kind of forego the inheriting of the middle and last name but he is taking my father's middle name, Zaki, and naming his son Zachary in honor of that. So I, I do feel like the name is still being passed on and my father's still being honored. It's just in a different way. I have three people to thank for this episode. Charmé Dejeuner Jackson, Yasmin Dulcimer, who actually has changed her last name since then because she just got married, and Rosa Zaki Saad. Andy Diaz wrote our theme music. For more stories about Borders, visit bordersradio.org. If you want to help us out, you can write a review and rate us in iTunes. It helps other people find this podcast. I'm Caitlin Pierce. Thanks for listening for an entire year. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.